Welcome back. For more Digital Spaces Presents content, let's meet one of the staff behind the counter in Bell Green today. This is Jane. Hello, I'm a senior librarian at Bow Green Library, Riley Square in Coventry. I've been here for seven years tomorrow, working for Coventry City Council and very proud of working for them. So I've been a long time, 20 odd years in total, but I'm very happy and settled within this library service. Yes, I do live local to Bow Green, and what's special for me is I was actually born in bred in Bow Green when the actually the building of Riley Square was actually starting and got erected and built in 1964, the year I was born. And I have a lot of uh, very good memories of the community that was then, afterwards, and how the community's changed and is now today, and the library service, how that's gone forward in different ways. Yes, I grew up in uh, what was known as Weaver's Walk, still there now, next to what was known um, as Breakneck Hill. And then we cut through the jetties and we come out to the front of Riley Square. My first memories of Riley Square were the amount of good shops that were around in the area. Dick Shepherd's, the bicycle shop, we had the electricity board where everyone parents would go and pay the bills, the gas boards, if you needed a cooker you would go to there. We were fortunate because we had the new big Sainsbury's that was uh, in the corner of Raleigh Square by the flats, a large quick save, a couple of pharmacists, a shoemaker, sketchless cleaners, fruit and veg, two lovely bakeries, one was called Storers, that's still luxury bakeries there now, and the other one was Gladdin's. Um, my eldest sister Anne worked in Gladdins and she also worked at the Fish and Chip Shop Charlie's Place on the front of Bow Green, Riley Square. So there was a fast, busy shops within the community here. Yep, Riley Square was thriving throughout the 60s, 70s and I believe probably about the mid-80s it started declining due to shops closing, due to competition, Sainsbury's had moved out, Quicksaved had moved out to different locations. So there was a lot of competition and sadly the small shops weren't able to survive. Plus within this community, this area, especially Riley Square, the employment was sky high, you know, due to a knock-on effect from the cars, we were very famous for the cars, the tanks from the Alvis factories, so especially we've seen it with this community. So again, it was that era where you put yourself on the council list, you were overcrowded, and you would eventually get a council flat or a house. Private property was not known to working class people back in that era. Mum stayed at home, raised the family kids and Dad went out and worked and it was unthinkable to have your own home. The local rent man, they used to come round most times and collect your rent if you didn't pay it into the rent office up here at Riley Square. My first memory was actually again about 
I can the youngest I can go back to is four years old. The of, of leaving my home right from a young child, of walking up to the um, local shops, Riley Square, where you would get everything you needed. We would come out the house, as I mentioned earlier, going up, up the side to Breakneck Hill, going round Day Magnus Grove, and then we'd cut through what was the garages and we come right out onto the front of Riley Square. Traffic was very minimal because there weren't that many cars or even, you know, we had a good bus route service but you're probably talking to an hour. Um, so traffic was quite minimal and safe and uh, I would always have to be with my mum or my dad or my older siblings because I was not allowed to come up and walk on my own, go to the shops until I was probably about 11 years old when I started senior school. There was another shop, what we was known as the sweet shop, which was the other side of Riley Square. It was nothing on par with what Riley Square had to offer. And if on the Saturday, if we were lucky, mum would stop at Gladden's Bakery so we were able to go and spend tuppence or something, you know, pocket money. So she would have a coffee and I'd be able to have a, a nice bun. Not a fresh cream cake, couldn't afford it, but it would be the white icy bun. And that was a Saturday treat. We had our freedom because we had fields next to us, in front of us. So we had all that. So I was at the community I left them when I was 19. I worked hard, I earned good money, so I was able to move out the area because it had drastically changed. There was the community, the social life, the clubs, the pubs, they're all getting, they'd all been knocked down, you know, within the late 80s, definitely early 90s. A lot of the social and community part had really gone. From a young age, my father and my mother would make us go to the library, local library in Riley Square, which from a young age it was always there. It was built as part of the 1964 building of Riley Square and it would be at the back. It was down the back next to the dentist, Jonas Dentist. It moved from down the back and it actually came up and this is where it is now and extended a little bit. And this building here was actually um, a two-floor furniture shop. The original library was one way in and a one way out system. Everything would be checked, it was all manual, it was all done by hand and cards. And by God, you would be quiet. You would you'd be scared to ask anything because that's how it was. You had the respect for it. I remember it was... Uh, Right, you've got to be very quiet and you, you wouldn't go in a group into the library, you know, it'd be perhaps you, one of your family or one of your friends, but you would respect it and you would be quiet. And that's how libraries were known in them days, no technology, nothing. Growing up, it was very well attended, I would say. It was used for the right purposes, to enhance your education, to get better grades, you know, at school, but also to have that respect there to know your boundaries. I, from the youngest age I could ever remember, I was taught quite strictly what was right and what was wrong. 
back in 1964, the community was getting bigger. There was a big input of Irish community. The social clubs were um, a big. There was you got Bow Green Social Club still going nowadays. You got about three different social working men's clubs. It was known, and they were thriving every night of the week, and in some afternoons. We've got a, a mixed culture within Riley Square, supporting the um, refugees. We've also got an adult education that supports refugees to learn different, you know, support with learning English and languages. So there's a lot of support here. We still got that lovely generation of the elderly that have followed both libraries through, you know, they still come in and they're younger, their families and their children in this lovely friendly community. I left Bow Green area when I was 19. I went about six miles away, got my own house. I had a good job at the time. And then uh, eventually I came back. I settled down with my husband. We had two children, a boy and a girl. And we actually ended up back near this area because old fashioned, I gave up my job. I didn't want to work and I raised my two children just on one one income. So I've kind of come back to my roots and again working within coming to this library and working in it and knowing the area it's wonderful for me because it's lovely scene all coming in and their children and their children you know so I, I feel privileged in one respect because I've come home and I feel safe within the community and it's lovely seeing the extended families of families I grew up with. I'm very happy in my little environment and can't imagine going any further than where I am now. A good neighbourhood is having um, good spirits and communicating and talking if you possibly can with each other. Looking out for each other, knowing not too intense of what's going on, you know, behind closed doors, but it's bringing everybody, different nationalities together, living with each other, respecting and helping and supporting each other, and looking out for our vulnerable, our elderly. And again, that's where the library comes in for everyone with every need, because the library is such a, a bloodline for anybody with any community the support there, you know, we might not always have the answers, but we know where we could look. We can give them pathways, you know, to different ways of getting it. So, yeah, communities is very important. I feel around within Riley Square, there's mass changes of different communities and some nationalities do kind of isolate to themselves within their own community. And that seems to be a pattern, but like I say, with, with our regular rhyme time with the young children, you know, we all come as one. You know, we do a rhyme in Polish, we do a rhyme in Spanish, we do a rhyme in, you know, we, we involve them. And I hope that within generation goes on to then to the schools. <laughs>